following podcast has been brought to you by Morning goodies, everybody. Morning goodies, motherfuckers. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Ramble Mania brings to you, it is I, your longest reigning Ramble Mania champion of the world, the Angel of Death 6XL. Join with me, as always, it's your boy, DJ Decreti. You're just gonna stomp all over my shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, introduce yourself. I. <laughs> Your former two-time Ramblemania champion of the world, TJ the Greaty. TJ the Greaty. I'm sorry if I, if I want to say that shit all the time. It's mad fun. <laughs> TJ the Great. We. Can you blame me though? Like, <laughs> it, 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 nah. It, 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 that's gotta be. We do T-shirts. That's gonna be one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we are the Banter Club. We discuss the week in WWE. The good, the bad. The who booked this shit. Banter, 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 banter. We don't do who <laughs> booked this shit here because it's my time. It's my time. It's my time. My time is not dying. <laughs> my time is rising. It's the ascension. <laughs> They're going to rise. Uh, fucking Vince. Uh, they were so cool up, when uh, I had them. Uh, they were the road warriors. Uh, Yay. They really were the they were the road warriors of NXT. What the fuck, Vince? What the absolute fuck? Just this week, man. It, though, like we 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 all right though. Yeah, but you know what? Like, yeah, Raw and SmackDown were not terrible. But then I watch these shows and it's like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're good this week, bro. I, We're good. I know, but I'm just thinking, like, this, this is still just, like, 50 levels above Mondays and Tuesdays. You know what it feels like, bro? It feels like the main roster is the kids' show. And the Triple H Hour is the adult show. You know? I mean, it's it's almost like they book it for two different crowds completely. It's like I watch I watch 205. It feels like a sports show. I watch NXT. It feels like an old school pro wrestling, like real good, you know, well, with a mix, sprinkle of indie here and there. That shit feels like an adult show. 205 and NXT are catered to people like us, hardcore <laughs> fans. Yeah, they're good shows. And then silly shit on the main roster <laughs> and it's, it's, and nothing's ever concrete nothing's ever like too serious nothing's ever you know and that's because it's a fucking kid show <laughs> I don't know don't you feel that way I, I, it's just that I feel like most kid shows make way more sense than Raw or, or even Smackdown like well most kid shows are catered to adults low-key <laughs> yeah but i mean like even even stuff squarely for kids like dora dora the explorer like it's very simple but it makes sense every time and in wrestling terms it always gets over fucking dora she she works the early part of the match by going through you know wherever little force she's <laughs> going through exploring then, well, well, first, you know, they do the whole map gimmick, you know. Yeah, they bring they out, set the, it, they lay it out, they lay it out, just like a WWE show. Yeah, man. they get, they get you the know, cheap pop for everyone. Do. You get the map, yeah. you get the backpack, you get boots and Dora, yeah. and then yeah, then you know, Swiper, you know, Swiper comes in. He tries to get the heat. That, you get, that's mid match. Yeah, that's that's mid-match. where you get the heat. Yeah, mid match, he comes in. And, Swiper gets the heat, but then Dora makes the comeback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she hits her finish. And she gets the win. 
And and it's another day. It's another day, another dollar. And it's, it's always worked. Just because they're structured. It makes sense. But Raw is not but like just that. like WWE. It's the same shit every week. <laughs> it's the same shit every week, but it still works. WWE does not or work. every day. I don't know how it runs anymore. Yeah. Shit, nigga. It's been years since I've been fucking... It's the last time I even... Th- I don't even know the last... And I have freaking, uh, 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 you know... I-, I got nieces and nephews and shit. Ain't none of the motherfuckers watch Dora. Oh. And if they do, they don't watch it on my time when they're here, you know, with me. They're usually on they're usually on YouTube. Fucking little kids. That's what bro. kids do now. Kids do YouTube now. Yeah, they have kid YouTube. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even see I'm not a parent. I don't really and, and they have kid YouTube and and the little girl watches the kid YouTube. And, and the little boy, because you know he he's already nine, he's a little smart ass. That's when I started watching all the crazy shit. Yeah. So, so I know he a little smart ass. He over here watching regular YouTube, and, you know, he got his own fucking smartphone and all that shit. That motherfucker's smarter than me. He fucking comes out here, plays Fortnite, and kicks my ass. I'm like, how the fuck are you doing this shit? <laughs> now you got to build the thing, and then you got to... I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you building this shit? Why don't you just let homeboy who just built one and just mac on his shit? That's, fuck him. That's also my problem with Fortnite. <laughs> like, I can, I can kill anyone because, you know, I play shooters, but... Yeah, same here. Then same it's here. like... Oh, you got to build, though, because he got behind the, the wall and shit. And it's like, what? Yeah. See, and you know I know how to evade because I'm all Saints Row. You know this. Yeah. I'm great with the shooting and evading and finding ways to basically cheat the system. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> without actually using a cheat. I, I, I feel like we're fucking old dudes now just talking about these damn kids and their new shit. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but we are, though. But we are. Yeah. Like, at this point, we are. Like, Yeah, we're getting there. You know, we're, we're we're adults, adults. You know, we we go through bullshit and have to live through shit and deal with shit every fucking day. Fucking. Anyways. So, yeah, let's talk about wrestling. <laughs> to make our lives better, you know, we watch, you know, professional wrestling and we enjoy it, some of it. And the shit we don't enjoy, we get to talk shit about, which is great because that's why we have a platform and a place to voice our opinion and a place for you guys to voice your opinions and let us know. How you guys are feeling about pro wrestling. And, you know, it's time for the good shit. So, Tevin, are you ready? Yeah, I think I'm ready. No! Oh, shit! I didn't even I said, gone for a minute. <laughs> are you ready? Well, now that you mention it, I think I'm ready. You're not ready. Then, for the thousands in attendance. It's only me and you. <laughs> <laughs> And for the millions listening at home, let's get ready to banter. Start off with 205 Live. Yes, sir. So first, we get a video package. You know, it's a little recap of what happened at Money in the Bank with the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, Nice ultimately retaining uh, the title, you know. And they made that match seem way more epic than it truly was. To be honest, what I remember from that match, I I, I wanted to fucking kill Davari. <laughs> I thought the match was good, but, you know, yeah. Ready. It, it was below the standard of Buddy Murphy's matches. Below the standard of Tony Nese's matches. Of honestly, Tony Nese's yeah. matches, yeah. Like it, That's why I was like, yeah. ah, what the fuck is this? Like, anyways, shit. yeah, if you talk about because we talked about yesterday, Lacey rose to the occasion when she had to. The yep. he didn't, he fucking he collapsed, bro. Like, I don't, I don't want to make it seem like he was terrible, but nah, he wasn't the worst person in the world. It's just he was missing spots and fucking it's almost like. They planned this match, and fucking Tony Nese is like, all right, we're going to do it this way. All right, cool. And Davari was like, oh, fuck. I forgot, like, 95% of the shit we were supposed to do. Yeah, I like that Brett, uh, uh, Bulldog match, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, where fucking Bulldog was... <laughs> was fuck, hammered yeah, and shit. at Wembley, yeah. Yeah. Fucking shit. Yeah, it was that, that SummerSlam in, in, in Wembley, Wembley, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, crazy, man. I mean, shit happens, but, you know... I just felt like Davari in this one wasn't ready. Anyways, they made that shit feel amazing. And then, you know, we got the intro. 
And right off that commentary announces that general manager Drake Maverick made a fatal five way, you know, and I'm like, what happened? Uh, I thought it was five pack challenge. But <laughs> anyways, fatal five way match for the new number one contender. Obviously, Davari. And uh, joining him will be our boy Oni. One, two. One, two. Also, Tozawa and Kendrick. The boys. Let's see how that, you know, let's see how that plays out. I I, I mean, I, the match was crazy. We'll, we'll talk about that when the match comes. All right. And, um, of course, with, with them is... Uh, the greatest, greatest man on to over. I'm burning the wheel. Maria and her husband, Mike. Yep, those will be the contenders for that match tonight. All right. Uh, Tozawa and Kendrick, you know, they're backstage. You know, they wish each other good luck. I love this because of the fact that Tozawa is always hilarious with that thing where he'll just like complete deadpan face and look at you like he's gonna punch you in the face yeah. <laughs> and then he grins so cheeky I I love when he does that shit it's just hilarious he does it so instant and perfect that it cracks me up every time that was great I love to tell. yeah you know but that's the main event and uh up next the sings come out cut a little promo saying Ladies and gentlemen, it's Bollywood time. You know what time? You know what time it's not? It, Lucha time. Lucha time is dead. Why is that, brother? Because Lars absolutely destroyed the three amigos at Money in the Bank and then again last night on Raw. Which is like, fuck all that shit. But we already spoke on this. <laughs> yeah. Then they go, actually. A birdie told me they went to fight Lars on their own so they wouldn't have to fight us. So not to disappoint you Long Islanders and definitely not the 1.6 billion people of India. I didn't even know they had that many people in India. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of fucking people out there. All right, China 2.0. That was like um, the meme when Jinder was champion. 1.8 billion people are fucking behind him. And when they went over there for the tour, they had to cancel the show because no one was buying tickets. Crickets. Uh, yeah. 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 So he go, so they um they go, so ref, you start counting to 10 and give us the W via forfeit. And then they do the hi, 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 hi. And they, you know, the little dance that they do that looks like a little house party on crack. Yeah. <laughs> that. Instead... Our general manager, Drake Maverick, also the funniest motherfucker in the main roster yes, right now. <laughs> yes, interrupting his unbelievably hilarious chase for the 24-7 championship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, he comes out and he's like, I, by the way, I forgot he had an entrance. Yeah, I forgot he had music and everything. It's like. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. He has music and shit? Yeah. Yeah. So he goes, Sunil, Sumir. You're correct. The Lucha House Party will not be in attendance tonight. I'm not going to do this the whole time. <laughs> but, but as the general manager of 205, I won't deprive the universe of the Cruiserweight Tag Team uh, competition. By the way, when he called them the universe, the fans literally booed. Yeah. Stop doing <laughs> They're it. like, we're not the fucking universe. <laughs> we are fans, mate. We are fans. Yeah, so he says that he won't deprive them. Yeah. So he says, we won't deprive uh, the, the universe of Cruiserweight Tag Team competition. So I found the perfect team as suitable replacements. And out comes Jack Gallagher with the freshest haircut I've ever seen him with. Yeah. Getting ready. <laughs> and I'm like, why why he out here with, with this haircut? Why why he so fresh and so clean right now? Like, oh, it's because who's this partner? It's our boy. The most handsome man in the world. It's our boy Umberto Carillo. So he has to stand next to him. So of course he got a fresh haircut. He's like, nah, I gotta stand next to this motherfucker. Let me get fresh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Tev, take it away. Yes, here we go. Sunil and Carillo started off. They lock up. Sunil takes him down with the shoulder block. One more lock up. Carillo with the shoulder block. They hit a stalemate. Comebacks with a high cross. Gallagher covers for a two count. 
slows the action down, puts Neil in the paradise lock, and he sits on his back. Double stomp follows. Here comes Cadillo for the tag. Double teams come after that. Samir tags in. The Sings cut off Cadillo. Start putting the boost to him. They work him over with some quick tags, beating him down in the corner. They hit this double team suplex. That gets a two count. Cadillo makes a comeback, but Samir cuts him off with a dropkick for a two count. Sunil comes back in. They get some more double teams in. Elbow drops from Sunil, but Cadillo rolls him up for a two count. Samir comes back in. More right hands. Cadillo cuts him off. Tags in Gallagher. Runs wild on everybody. Delay suplex for a two count. Match breaks down. Get to half crab. Sunil tags in. Cuts him off. Super kicks follow from the sings, but Cadillo comes in with the save. They try to dump Cadillo out. Double team Gallagher. But... Gallagher fights back, tags in Carrillo, and he hits the Aztec press for the one, two, and three. That fucking Aztec press. Love me some good springboard shit. Hell yeah. Uh, this was a fun match. It's just too bad the crowd was dead, but such is life on 205. Yeah, the crowd tends to be this way because like Tevin and, well, like Tevin and I have said for months a year and change now (laughs) like fuck my nigga just get him to a dedicated place so we can enjoy these matches remember that glorious period where it was on Wednesdays and they taped it before Smackdown yes where the crowd was still alive during it well actually hot because they were getting ready to watch Smackdown and even though they were still filing in it was way better than having it after yeah, because like, but I guess what happened is they had to get busy with uh main event and uh superstars, which nobody watches. <laughs> no. What are you gonna do? Anyways, yeah. yeah. So up next, you know, after that awesome match that we just had, it's time for the greatest, greatest segment on two hundred five. We get Mike and Maria Canellis backstage. Mike says tonight it's a fatal five-way with a chance to showcase who the greatest cruiserweight on 205 Live is. A chance to showcase? Really, Drake? Have you not been paying attention? Did you not see my match two weeks ago? Tozawa and I beat the crap out of each other. And now you want to give us a chance to showcase? Nah. Tonight won't be about showcasing anything. To me... Tonight is all about watching the destruction of the friendship of Tozawa and Kendrick. Jesus Christ. That's my boy right there. That's my boy. Maria, she laughs and she says, Tonight, my husband proves he's better than the best. And Drake Maverick won't be able to deny your greatness anymore. Awesome. Uh, Next, we get a promo from our boy Oni. You know what? You can you can do this because I'm gonna I'm gonna or, or, or you want me to do it because I, I you can do this and I'm gonna uh, you can. do what I have to do. <laughs> no, because you know what happens in this. What? Vic Joseph. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll go for it. Anyways, next we get a promo from our boy Oni, looking like a school kid with that stance. Yeah. <laughs> you know he goes tonight is. Uh, an opportunity to prove I deserve a crack at the Cruiserweight Championship. Standing in my way aren't just former champions, but some of the most ruthless superstars 205 has to offer. Vic Joseph's little dick ass interrupts him right here thinking he's done. <laughs> but Oni then keeps talking while he's talking. So I'm over here dying the whole time. He goes, huge fit. And then only continues, and he's like, I've never walked away from a fight, and tonight's exactly my kind of fight, and tonight's match is exactly the kind of fight I like. (laughs) Huge Fatal Five (laughs) coming up next. Oh, my God. Poor (laughs) Vic. Yeah. He probably got screamed on so bad for that. Hell, yeah. I feel like I missed a promo low-key. Did I? Um, Well, there's one after this, but. Oh, yeah, I, I missed that one. I, I get that. But real quick about Oni. You know, I was thinking about it. And you know how I, like, bitched about Becky yesterday. Yeah. Oni is kind of everything I want Becky to be. Like, yeah. obviously, Becky's a way better promo. But, like, just in terms of what the character is. 
Oni, he, he likes to fight. He, he wants to prove himself. He has a chip on his shoulder. And when the shit goes down, he gets down. Like, he's throwing hands with everybody. He doesn't give a fuck. That's what I want Becky to be. Instead of, you know, just... I talk and I tweet every week and then eventually I'll beat you up at the pay-per-view. Like, I want Becky to show up ready for it, no matter what. Oni's like that. And I, I wish Becky would more yeah. like that. He's a tough guy. So go ahead with Sarah Schreiber and Arya Davari. Yeah, Sarah Schreiber and Arya Davari. <coughs> you know, she asked about his mindset coming off of his, you know, impressive performance, but nonetheless a loss at Money in the Bank. And Davari, he's upset at even having to be in this match after this performance. I have to be in this, this fatal five-way. No, no, no. Me and Tony Nese, we are not done. And then he heads out to the ring. Because they did this, like, mid-entrances. Uh, yeah, I'm, I I completely missed that. I don't know why. Uh, before the the entrances, by the way, we got a little uh, Instagram post by our friend uh, Drew Gulak. Yeah, yeah, it's like a old timey kind of like picture with like a group of people sitting on a beach on these little like a uh, beach chair, like wooden style beach chair benches type situation. Well, you know they're they're you know they're set up kind of like. Uh, a movie theater style where it's like rows of seats and they have like these goggles on and it's almost like they're watching a 3d movie but they're at the beach which is and then it says there is no terror in the bang only the anticipation of it hashtag 205 live hmm what does that mean Gulek? what does very that cryptic mean? with us I like I like I like this. I like this. I like where they're going with this. See, WWE, they're using social media right. What the fuck, main roster? When it comes to Twitter shit with WWE, I, all I do now is just follow the funny people. Follow Drake, follow Big E. <laughs> Big E, god damn. <laughs> I follow damn near everybody cuz follow Becky unless she's in like a heated feud cuz then she starts getting shooty. And that gets I, annoying. I, I follow Naomi. Naomi's fun to... She's always doing fun stuff. I, I stop uh, follow. I mean, I follow her on Instagram still, but I, I stop following Tynera Conti. All she ever does is thirst traps. Yeah. Thirst trap. <laughs> Did you see the one where she was wearing a thong now? I'm like, ah, oh, God yeah. damn it. Why are you doing this? Charlotte does the same thing. She stays like, thirst trapping. Stop <laughs> thirst trapping, bro. It's not cool. <laughs> Anyways, time for this fucking amazing match. So... Tevin, it's time for the main event. Get him. Time for the main event. Mike Kanellis versus Akira Tozawa versus Oni Lorkin versus the Brian Kendrick versus Arya Davari. Maria, of course, is at ringside as usual. So our match kicks off and everybody looks at each other. They get ready. And Mike dips out of the ring. Like, like the heel he is. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody else starts brawling. Tozawa and Kendrick end up clearing the ring. They start to they get Mike. They work him over. They double team Davari. Then they get Oni. Then they lock up, but they're attacked by Mike and Davari. Oni gets taken out. So the heels are now in control. They follow with some neck breakers and suplexes. Oni fires back with some chops, sends him outside, and he goes for a toe suicida. But he gets cut off by Davari. He targets Tozawa. He lays in some strikes, but then Tozawa comes back with his own chops and jabs. Tozawa goes up top, but he get cu gets cut off. Davari hits the big super kick on Oni. That and covers it for two. Kendrick rolls up Davari for a two count. Locks in the captain's hook. Oni makes the save, but Kendrick locks him in the captain's hook. But then Mike comes in and breaks that up. Super kick follows on Oni for a two count. Chops from Oni. Mike cuts him off with the spine buster. That gets a two count. So now they get up and Mike is like, that's all you got? Come on, that's all you got? And then... Why do people talk shit to Oni Larkin? Why? Don't don't play with that man. <laughs> don't play with that man. That man is no joke. That man is not to be played with. Oni just slaps fire out of Mike. And they get into a slap fight. <laughs> when 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 I hear Oni Larkin, I think of Eric B and Rakim. I no joke. You feel me? Yeah. It's all it's real, nigga. So yeah. don't, don't <laughs> even try me. Yeah. They gonna get it right one day. They're going to stop playing with my boy. Don't play with that man. He's going to fuck you up. You up. Right, Davari and Tozawa get dumped. Oni hits the half and half on Kendrick. 
That gets a two count. Oni follows, hits Mike and Devari with blockbusters, heads outside with a tope suicida, and then Tazawa comes in with a tope suicida. Fucking tope suicidas everywhere. Yep. It's goes nice, up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> goes up top. Hits a missile drop kick. German suplex go. follows for a two count. He goes up top one more time. Looks for the big senton, but Kendrick cuts him off, and now it breaks down. Everybody goes crazy with the moves. Mike takes Kendrick up top. This leads to a big crazy tower of doom spot. Davari hits the frog splash. That gets a two count. He gets dumped by Tazawa. Then here comes Oni. Octopus hold follows up on Mike. Maria comes in. She distracts Tazawa. They start to argue because he's like, no, privy to your shit. Mike yeah. rolls him up for a two count. Davari comes back in, lays in some big chops, but Tazawa cuts him off with some kicks. He heads up top. Senton attempt is cut off. Davari goes up top now. Tazawa fights him down, puts him on the mat. Mike goes up. They go to the apron. Tazawa hits a fucking German suplex on the hardest part, part of, of the, the ring. ring. Jesus. Fucking this match. Davari cuts off Tazawa. They trade big strikes. Tazawa hits the spin kick. He goes up top, lands the senton, but Kendrick is in to break it up. So now he and Tazawa have a little stare down. His Ken- own mentor. <laughs> he did this to me, and you know, Kendrick's like, come on now, shake my hand. But Tazawa attacks him, and then they start trading. Fuck that, yeah. Nigga, <laughs> yeah. this beef. We'll shake hands afterward. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> you going to do me dirty like this? We're not playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> so, double down. Kendrick goes for the sliced bread, but it breaks down and Davari hits the hammerlock lariat. But right as he hits that, Tazawa comes in, rolls him up for the one, two, and three. Really fun match. And yeah. of course, Tazawa is now the number one contender. Yeah. Wow. Beast versus Tazawa? Fuck Oof. yeah. Yeah, Fuck know. yeah. After the match, you see uh, Tony Nese there applauding. Watching TV at an unnatural angle. Yeah, because that's WWE. Even, even, they can't even get away get away from that shit on the yeah. fucking even Triple H, H is immune shit. to it. <laughs> Damn, son. No, Vince McMahon will get mad. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing that he won't budge on. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, hey. Fantastic match. I love the storytelling in this match. I love how everybody was showcased. Fucking even Davari looked like a bad motherfucker in this match. And it just, it bugs me because then it's like, then what the fuck was that? I mean, it was a multi-man. like. True, but it's like, still like, you could do all this cool shit. Could have cracked that shit up in that match. You could have done some storytelling in that match. You did some storytelling here. What the fuck happened? What was the disconnect? You know? But that's the thing. I think, like, the, I think the Vario might have just had an off night. Yeah. Because it happens, especially you know, like he's like he's he's a he's no rookie or anything. No. Nah. It happens. It happens. Like I, that's why I'm like you know yeah he he didn't do great at the pay per view but I cut him some slack because the match the match wasn't bad it just was you know it wasn't the standard for a cruiserweight title match. Not and, at all because I'm used to watching. Motherfuckers like Cedric Alexander, Tony Nese, Buddy Murphy. And these guys are out here fucking doing amazing shit. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I watch Drew Gulak matches for fun. Like, Drew Gulak is a beast. And, and Oni. And you're going to sit out here and tell me. They handpick your ass and your ass comes up with that. Mm, we're not going too well, buddy. I mean, you know, uh, Davari is like, it's like he was great here. Yeah. We've seen him be good. We've seen him be really good. So, yeah. Hopefully, the next opportunity he gets, he works his way back up and. Don't squander it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, we're not saying it's the shit on him. We believe in Davari. Oh, man. Speaking of amazing main events, it's time for the main event of the week, Tevin. The main event of the week NXT. NXT, NXT, NXT. Yeah, so we start off with like a kind of like a little another video recap of you know last week's tag team match. You know, with the War Raiders. Yes, I said War Raiders <laughs> <laughs> and the Street Profits. You know, 
It, it was a great match. Uh, the post match was nuts. You know, I recommend if you haven't seen it, go catch that or listen to uh, TJ's recap on our show last week. TJ the Greater. Yes, sir. Then we get Regal in his office saying, Good evening and welcome. Because of the events of the tag team. <laughs> I'm terrible. Because of the events of the tag team match last week, we've been left without a tag team champion or champions. Although the Street Profits pin the Viking Raiders, uh, <laughs> War Raiders, <laughs> it wasn't legit. There are many deserving tag teams on NXT, so he came up with a solution. At NXT TakeOver, in two weeks, it'll be the Street Profits versus the Forgotten Sons. Versus Oni and Danny Birch. Versus Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish in a ladder match. Way! Aren't you hyped, Seven? William Regal's way of announcing a ladder match is second only to Dario Cueto. In a ladder match. In a ladder match. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Dario. It. I miss Dario so much. Yeah. You know. So now it's intro time. We are not your guy. We are <laughs> not your guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, first up, Undisputed Era. With all the booms and what up those. What <laughs> and up those. To be honest, this is the hit half hour. Word. <laughs> like it really hit. This whole half hour is just a bunch hit, of just hit. Hit. What up though. And and. Velveteen Dream. Hit! And all that shit. So, yeah. So, Adam gets the mic. Let's see what he has to say. You know, he says, We heard the rumors in the locker room, but we're here to let you know. Undisputed Era ain't going nowhere. Woo! We're stronger than we've ever been. More importantly, we are all on the same page. So, this is a statement to every person in that locker room. That is, and that is, uh, your contract may say NXT superstar, but we own you. Whoa. Slavery is dead. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We will not stop till we run this place. We will take what we want when we want. And soon we'll be draped in NXT gold. NXT NXT. As a matter of fact, that begins at TakeOver. Fish and O'Reilly will regain their NXT tag team titles. And as for me, I'm going to take the NXT championship off Johnny Gargano. The Undisputed Era has never been, and then out of nowhere, speak of the devil, it's Johnny Gargano. You know, he comes out, he says, I'm going to save you the trouble and tell you, you have your title match. At NXT TakeOver. Way! The job is done. Now I need you to do something for me. For once. In your entire life. Be honest. You're only out here celebrating your boys being back together. Because you know deep down inside. You can't beat me on your own. Cole is like. Time out. I beat you first of all. You know. I, I beat you the first fall in New York. What, what kind of idiot are you? Gargano replies, Oh, what kind of idiot am I? Do you not understand how math works? <laughs> <laughs> you, you definitely did not shock the school system. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I that oh, one. That's for sure. I was like, well, I think he did shock him. I think he was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he shocked the school system. Anyways. That's for, he goes. Um, you certainly didn't shock the school system. That's for sure. Math is hard, so let me explain very slowly. In a two out of three falls match, you need to win two falls. You only won one fall. Crowd goes one fall. Of course <laughs> they did. Of course they did. Uh, I love full sale. I won two falls. (laughs) Two falls. Why? (laughs) They're such goofs. I love them. That makes me NXT champ. Do you understand? 
Stand, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Adam yells, shut up, Johnny. <laughs> he goes, you can be as condescending as you want, but I know that it bothers you that I beat you by myself in New York. And guess what? In two weeks, Adam Kobebe is going to do it again. And as far as that's concerned, and then out of nowhere, Matt Riddle pops up from behind. And he beats the shit out of fucking Undisputed Era. Then Johnny yeah. runs down to join the brawl. Riddle knees Roddy out of the ring. Johnny takes out Cole. Johnny and Riddle bump into each other. They turn around like, what up, though? And then the refs come down to, you know, stop the bullshit. And then they're about to start fighting Undisputed again because they started talking shit on the outside. And then security got them to hold them back. And then, uh, <laughs> then the refs hold back Gargano and Riddle. And great opening segment. Yeah, that that dug this all. Cole was a great dickhead. Johnny was a great babyface. Matt Riddle pulling up like, nah, bro, fuck that. <laughs> Word. Like, damn, son. I liked all this. Loved it. Up next, Maluda comes out to my uh, theme in WWE 2K19. <laughs> <laughs> And he's from New York, this son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so you from her, and you pick the song I pick. You want to fight, bro? <laughs> uh, yeah. He said from Shaolin. Oh yeah, from Shaolin. Somebody's a Wu Tang fan. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> Wu Tang yeah. Clan is probably the greatest stable in hip hop history. Yep. <laughs> Along with uh, the NWA. <laughs> yeah, NWA was was a great stable. Dipset. Dipset, the a great stable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Rough Riders. <laughs> ah, the Rough Riders. P. Diddy and the Fan. Yeah. <laughs> so many of these guys dissolved. <laughs> fucking G-Unit, like, turned heel and yeah. turned babyface again. And yep. And uh, Dipset. Let's not talk about Dipset. Oh, hell no. Fucking <laughs> Dipset started off heel. <laughs> yeah, they started heel, but then they just got so over they they turned babyface. Yeah, and then it, it all went to hell after that. And yeah. then G Unit, who had turned heel, <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden turned babyface because the fucking Cameron disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> enough about hip hop. <laughs> Tevin, he set to face. Mansoor. Mansoor. Take it away, homeboy. Yes, my boy, Mansoor, the big dog. <laughs> you know that's Dakota Kai. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. Yeah. You know, Maluda, he controls going on early with a wrist lock, but Mansoor gets free, hits a drop kick, then he starts showing off, but that allows Maluda to hit a big kick of his own, and he hits a small drop off of that. Code breaker from the second rope gets a two count, he works the neck, but Mansoor gets free with some elbows. Hits a boot, then a German suplex. That leads to a big neck breaker. It's finish, and that gets the win. Mansoor. I thought Maluda was going to win this. <laughs> yeah, I wrote here a uh, quick match. Not bad. Just kind of showcasing the abilities of Mansoor and some exposure for Maluda. Decent quick match. Yeah, if they're going to start pushing Mansoor, I'm good with that. Because cool. I like him. Yeah. And if you're going to start featuring more Maluda... Cool. I'm good with all this. Yeah. So we go backstage to Kathy Kelly by Regal's office door. You hear some arguing in the background going on inside of his office. She's talking about how the Undisputed Era is in there and they walk out saying words like, uh, oh, well, that works. That That's all right. <laughs> like they came to a deal with some shit. And then Regal comes out. Well, first she knocks on Regal's door, and then Regal comes out looking like he just got the shit beat out of him or some shit. <laughs> looking like Vince after uh, the screw job. <laughs> Without the black eye, though. Uh, she tells him she's like she's hoping for an update on how he's going to be dealing with this situation. Uh, and he's like, I certainly can. The way they have conducted themselves is not how we do things here. So... Now I've added to TakeOver in two weeks, Roderick Strong versus Matt Riddle. And here tonight, it's Johnny Gargano and Riddle versus 
O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, or as I wrote here, Red Dragon. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. And just walks, you know, walks away. Regal's the best. Yeah. I love him. And uh, Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. Jesus Christ, yes. You That's feel me? You feel me? Fucking crazy. You feel me? I mean, I want all of this. I'm about, I'm about to get these tickets to take over 25 because God damn, this card crazy. I wish. This card looks crazy. Hell yeah. Well, we're going to talk about how crazy it gets. You know. Yeah. Up next, it's Velveteen Dream. But first, we got a little graphic, you know, showing that it's official. We have Strong and Riddle at uh, TakeOver. And tonight, we got um, Riddle and Gargano versus Red Dragon. So now Velveteen comes out. He says the dream is on high demand. People want to touch, feel. More importantly, that means people want to hold the dream. I'm over here like, bruh, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) But the fact is, the dream is NXT uh, North American champion. So you can't just feel and hold on to the dream. Quite frankly, I'm too big to hold. What? (laughs) <laughs> that's well, sus. All, that's these, sus. all these innuendos sus so, so when you have the name dream in your mouth <laughs> you better be sure you say it correctly then out of nowhere this felt I popped for this this felt like a fever dream like this was absolutely bonkers I start hearing that little tune that I'm so familiar with. Is it my eyes when you look at me? Look at me. They are so gorgeous. They set you free. free. Could it be my, was it walk? Could it be my walk? Or just my stare? stare. That makes you, wait, because this is weird because we're on on Discord people. This is is not uh, (laughs) super good looking. Every All right, well, you get the point. And out comes Breeze, Mr. Mm, Gorgeous himself. Morrow pops, the crowd pops, everyone goes nuts, and then the music stops. And the crowd starts to chant, Breeze is gorgeous. Ah, yes. The chants of Breeze is gorgeous ring throughout full sail. Next they chant, welcome home. Welcome home. Ah. He says, Prince Pretty is home. And much like you, when I was in NXT, I had everyone talking about me. But ever since the fashion left NXT, it's been a bit dull. Well, you know, there's obviously impersonators. And cheap knockoffs. And as flattering as it may be, dream, really, it truly is. There's only one, Prince Pretty, Tyler Breeze. Checks himself out on his phone, and then the crowd chants, Breeze is gorgeous. Breeze is gorgeous. I'm going to pause right here so you can give your opinion right here. How did you feel during this? Anyone who ever says NXT is just smart shit that doesn't appeal to casuals and doesn't have... Shut the fuck up. These are two of the gimmickiest gimmicks in the fucking company going at it. Yup. Bar for bar. Amazing. Oh, man. This was incredible. Yeah, it was. I'm going to continue here. Uh, Dream goes... Well, allow me to welcome you back home to the Dreams NXT. He goes, see, in the Dreams NXT, we do things a little differently. You see, the spotlight of NXT, the spotlight, I'm Dominican, spotlight, you know, (laughs) the spotlight. spotlight. You see the spotlight. (laughs) You see, the spotlight of NXT wants a real man. Looks at the crowd. No one's cheering. I said a real man in the crowd. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) 
and not a boy. And this is when they actually, this one was genuine. They go, ooh. Yeah. Like, you know, because he called them a boy. He said, especially a lot of little boy who likes to play cops and robbers. Oh! I was like, damn, son. Anyways, he goes, besides just uh, besides just because you couldn't make it on Monday and Tuesday, everything was, ah! <laughs> Doesn't mean you get to come back to NXT and demand a spotlight. So run along. Go back to where you belong. Breeze is like, okay, okay, okay. Well, let's not go with couldn't make it or couldn't hack it. Let's go more to uninspired. And you dream, you inspire me. That North American Championship, that inspires me. And and inspired Tyler Breeze is too much, too big for you to handle. And then quick as a fucking firecracker. Velveteen just hits him with, listen here, dollar store detective. Damn. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> uh the bars said, on display. Says uh he says uh Dream, maybe uh you forgot sitting uh in catering on Mondays and Tuesdays, but we do things differently here on NXT and the line starts you see back there? And then he points like up the ramp. But like he's really talking about way back there. Yeah. He goes, Yeah. The line starts outside, so I suggest that's where you keep going. I was like, damn, he just told you get the fuck out of here. Gone. Be gone now. And he goes, but the dream doesn't want to leave you with a bad taste in your mouth. How about a selfie with the champ? You'd like that, wouldn't you? And, you know, Breeze is like this motherfucker. So he goes, should I take a selfie with the champ? Do I want to take a selfie with the champ? Dream goes, it's your only chance. Breeze goes, it is a mon- monumental moment. Should I do it? You know, crowd gets hyped because, you know, it's Dream and fucking Velveteen. I mean, Dream and Velveteen, same person. <laughs> it, it's Dream and Breeze. And I'm over here like, oh, this is great. They're going to take a selfie. And, you know, if it were two normal wrestlers, I wouldn't give two shits. But it's these two fucking super vain assholes. So I love this whole yeah. shit. Yeah. So the crowd chants, yes, yes, yes. He's like. Okay, let's do it then. And then he goes, just just, just one word of advice, Dream. When you write your number on your trunks and no one calls you up, and crowd goes, oh! <laughs> it's because no one's interested. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> then Dream looks at him like, nigga, what? And then Breeze knocks the shit out of him, knocks him on his ass. You know, his song plays. He walks up the ramp, you know. Dream is over here, like, trying to collect himself. And, you know, he's looking at him like, you motherfucker. And then Dream is up the ramp looking cheeky as cheeky can possibly be. Excellent. This, this was great. Yeah. You want to know what was so great about the selfie? Go ahead. It was a literal selfie. He never aimed the camera at Dream. The camera was on him the entire time. The entire time. time. <laughs> It's vain versus vain, like you exactly. said. <laughs> yep, yep. Fucking great. It was great. So Kathy Kelly's backstage, and she says, what an imp- impactful return. But what's your motivation for attacking the dream? And he goes, I'm an NXT OG. And I'm over here like, oh, shit. <laughs> we on Crip Walker? <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. You can't see me, but I, I was I was bootleg Crip Walking in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> and... uh. So, yeah, he goes, I'm an NXT OG. That means I'm the original guy. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm doing is showing Velveteen Dream how to inspire Prince Pretty, Tyler, Breeze. I like that he keeps calling himself Prince Pretty. It's like, I miss that moniker. Yes. He was great. The only thing they got to bring back now is the announcements. Like, remember, Tyler Breeze has entered the building. Oh, my God. Has left the building. But that's old, old. That's like, I that's still like love on that Hulu shit. old. I still love, I love that part of, like, everything about his gimmick, I loved so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. It made it, he felt special. Yeah. Like you say, well, next, Tev, it's all about the you and how you you it. 
because <laughs> it's Candice LaRay versus Jesus versus Reina Gonzalez in a women's division match. They really just called it that. Yeah. That's all it was. It's a women's I divisions mean, match. It is. So, of course, there is this gigantic size difference as Reina Gonzalez is six feet tall and you can't teach that. Big loss. So, you know, huge size difference, immediately a factor. Candice tries to cradle her and take her down, but Reina's like, no, I believe not. This will not work. And puts Candice down with a clothesline. Morrow notes that she went to Texas A&M. She played basketball at Texas A&M. So, like, that's dope. And I, I appreciate that. because I know. believe her her dad or her uncle's a, a wrestler. Yeah. So, yeah. Good shit. Athletic family. Bred from the shits. So, she follows up with some clubbing blows and some stomps in the corner. Then it's a power slam for a near fall. Candice counters a wrist lock, hits a DDT. Then she counters another slam, and she sends Rain out to the floor. She goes for a baseball slide that lands. She goes for a springboard crossbody, but she gets caught. And then Candice throws her. I mean, Candice throws her. Raina throws her into the ring steps. Candice, she won't back down, though. She hits a big Rana. Flurry of strikes, then it's a back elbow, a drop kick, and she lays Raina out for the finish. Yeah. Candice gets the win. Yeah, and then post-match. You know, we're trying to, we're about to enjoy, you know, this win. We don't even get to enjoy the win because the horsewomen come down to beat up Candace and they surround the ring's shield style. And I'm over here like, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, which is exactly what you should feel from a dominant heel faction. And I wish we had those on main roster. I wish we had those on main roster. This felt amazing. So it's around the ring, shield style, and they're ready to fucking kill Candace. And we're like, no. And she tries to fend them off. But, you know, she basically gets taken down by the numbers game and almost gets the worst of it. But a kendo swinging Io Shirai comes down and beats the ever living shit out of them. She, you know, she basically helps off Candace by fighting them off. By fucking rocking everyone in the ring with a damn kendo stick. She set everybody up, including Shayna at the end. Oh, my God. And she would not stop until they were all out of, out of the ring, struggling to go up the ramp. Io Shirai, what came over you? God bless you. Io is such a goddamn badass. Like, this is why I'm so excited for Eo and Shayna, cause the dichotomy is gonna be a little different from Shayna and Kyrie. Like Kyrie is maybe one of the best baby faces in the world. And Eo is also a great baby face, but in an entirely different way. Like Kyrie is gonna get your sympathy, but Eo and Shayna are gonna throw the fuck down. And the thing that I like about this too is she let them set themselves up and it was on site as you love. Yes. Like, she she waited for them to go out there. She's like, all right, I'm going to just wait for these girls to pull up. Since they want to be their own gang, basically, and kind of run on their own time and not show up backstage. I'm going to catch them when they come out. They come out, blam! Kendo stick to every single last one of them. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, before poor Candace could get the, you know, the ass whooping of her life, Io Shirai finds a way to kill everyone. Up next, uh, Nigel tells us uh, the main event is coming. But before that, it's official at NXT TakeOver for the North American title. It's the Dream versus Tyler Breeze. And not to be outdone, next week, it's the rematch. Yim versus Belair. And also... Kushida versus Gulak. Ooh. How do you feel about this? How do they keep doing this? How do they keep topping themselves like this? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't understand. <laughs> How do they keep doing this? B- 
Yeah, it's like NXT every time. NXT <laughs> every time it's like, damn, that was the best one yet. Yes, There's no way you beat that. Yes, and this card looks like it's gonna fucking blow everything away. Pause. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. This shit crazy. <laughs> and then even even for TV, fucking Mia versus Bianca, Kushida versus Gulak. Come on now. NXT's great. Tune in next week because that shit going to be fire. But up next, it's the main event of the main event. It's main event, main event, main event time. It's triple main event time. Seven, let them know. <laughs> Red Dragon, repping the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, taking on Matt Riddle and NXT champion Johnny Gargano. So Kyle and Johnny kick it off. Johnny gets a quick cover that sends Kyle into, you know, outside. They pow powders with fish. Comes back in, tests the strength. They scramble for some submissions. Kyle gets some kicks in. Bobby comes in off the tag. Riddle jumps off on the apron to avoid a punch. And then things get a little crazy as the heels worked on Johnny. Johnny makes a tag to Riddle. Riddle gets some strikes. The champ holds Bobby. Hits some big kicks. Then Kyle's knocked off the apron with a forearm. Matt hits an exploder suplex on fish. Kyle tries to run in, but his kick gets caught. Gets put down again with an overhead from Riddle. Bobby comes in, tries to fight back, but he takes a pair of suplexes. But then Kyle, saving his boy, don't do it. <laughs> Pushes him away, and he yep. takes the third suplex. Riddle tries for another, but then the ribs from him being possibly killed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's being smooshed. <laughs> yeah. His ribs hurt, so he can't do another suplex. And then Bobby attacks. So now Riddle, that's the story of the match from this point out. They work the ribs. Kyle gets some big knees. But then Riddle comes back with his own knees to get a tag. Johnny comes in with the big hot tag. Runs wild on everybody. Ends it with an Enziguri Tornado DDT combo for a two count. Like, I love the, the cool little two-man moves Johnny does. You know, where he, I'm going to take you and do this. And then I'm going to DDT this guy. Yeah, I like that he uh, he takes the time to even set those up. Cause he he's yeah. he's good with the he's good with the timing, you feel me? Like he sets it up in such a way where it just looks damn near transitionally clean. Yeah, like may I say, <laughs> like he is prop. He and Andrade are probably the two smoothest wrestlers in the, the entire company right now, which is probably why their match last year was. So off the wall, great. Yep. But yeah. So yeah. So Kyle comes back in, undisputed hit chasing the dragon. But Johnny kicks out. Riddle comes back in, big strike exchange with O'Reilly, which Matt Riddle and Kyle O'Reilly. That's my shit. Give me bat, that shit bat, all bat, day, every bat, day. Bat, 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 bat. Fucking Super Saiyans over here having a fight. Yeah. Ends in a monster penalty kick. Everybody's down. Way. Match breaks down into a wild flurry. Johnny hits a super kick. Riddle follows up with a senton, gets a near fall off that. Both the baby faces hit O'Reilly with kicks, then Johnny whips him into a knee from Riddle. Riddle hits Fish with a power bomb into the knee combo, but Kyle pulls him out before he can cover. He pays for it with a kick from Riddle, and then out comes Adam Cole. He's Adam walking Cole, down the ramp. <laughs> he's 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 walking down. He's pointing to the ring. He's talking to Johnny like, I'm not going to let you. Johnny just immediately hits him with a toe suicida. So the referee deals with him. He's like, get out of here, Adam. And that allows Roddy to hit a jumping knee. Suplexes Riddle on the goddamn apron. That softens him up enough for total elimination. <laughs> I haven't said that in fucking months. Oh, <laughs> it's been a while since they had a tag match. Yeah, I'm so happy. <laughs> the one, two, and three. Undisputed Era gets the win, which a tag team gets a victory over two put together singles guys. Wow. What a novel concept. Wow. Always, 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 always. Yeah. A real yes. tag team will always do better than a makeup tag team. Yes, even if Johnny Gargano is the NXT champion. Yep. Still, he and Riddle, while they're both 
great individually and even together would make a good tag team, they are not the well-oiled machine that Redragon would be because they've been teaming for years. Forever. Yeah. Makes sense. Absolutely. Well, post-match, all four members of Undisputed Era jump Gargano in the aftermath and... uh, the champ is held up for the last shot. Adam Cole basically sets him up. You know, Undisputed is holding him up. Boom! I believe he needs him right in the fucking face. Yep. And at the end, Undisputed Era stand tall. And that is the end. I like wow. It. Absolutely amazing. Amazing show. They seem to always top each other and continue to top each other. Absolutely bonkers. I don't... The promos in this, the the matches, NXT, they just know how to... And you see how, like, the last few weeks have been... They've been what I call, like, uh, NXT's version of, like, buffer shows. And still, they were good. And that bothers me about WWE, like main roster wise. Like, why can't you just do that? Your fucking buffer shows are still good. And then now that you're having like setup now, now we're starting to get some true setup for the, you know, for the takeover. Now it's starting to ramp up again. And it's like, God damn, when they ramp up, they ramp the fuck up. (laughs) Wow. Tevin, it's like they fully understand, like. Our job is to get people hyped for the show. So let's get people hyped for the show. <laughs> they're, they're good at what they do here on this, this NXT. And, and the 205 Live as well. This ain't the main roster. Like, 205 Live just has, you know, inherent disadvantages plaguing it. But otherwise, it's a good show. Solid show. And NXT is a, a great show. A great show. Well, this has been a really fun, amazing episode of Banter Club Triple H Hour. And golly, like, I can't wait to see what happens at TakeOver 25. I can't wait to see what happens next week. We got fucking Gulak and, 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 and Kushida. And we have the rematch of Yim and Belair. Yeah. Gimme, 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 gimme. Gimme all Hey, wait a minute, pal. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Talk about all this takeover. Oh, aren't you excited for Super Showdown, pal? I'm not watching that shit. What do you mean you're not watching? You gotta watch it. We're uh, gonna have Undertaker and Goldberg. I, I don't cave into terrorists. Goodbye. What do you mean, pal? We're we're not doing anything with terrorists. It's you, the you Undertaker. Think, you, you think I give a shit about this 90-year-old fuck fighting this 90-year-old fuck for a bunch of rich, oil-selling fucking princes of Saudi Arabia. I don't give what a fuck. What do you want, pal? What do you want? I got I got Kofi. You like Kofi? I want you not to do the show. That's what the fuck I want you to do. I want you, you to stop do doing show, business pal. with fucking terrorists. They're paying me lots of money, pal. Fuck the money. It's about having fucking standards. Pal, I have standards and practices. They're on my ass all the time. You understand me, pal? Man, you have no morals. Go home. <laughs> I had to get Vince in for a second because he hadn't shown up yet. <laughs> I was trying but, to keep that bastard off the show. We don't need him. <laughs> he he killed on, us pal. yesterday. Fucking two don't, hours a year, dumbass. Yesterday, go home. Don't you realize, pal? I don't give like a I fuck. Said, I don't give. I am inevitable. Where's pal. my shoe? Where's my shoe? <laughs> if you ain't Vincent, take shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that was for our UK people. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, these these shows are great. I had a ton of fun. Yeah, same here, man. I'm gonna say what I usually say. Uh, uh, how does it go again? Um, I enjoyed the shit out of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, um, how am I forgetting my own gimmick? Oh, cause shit is actually uh, interesting here, and I had shit to say. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Ah, oh, Tevin. Time to let them know where, where, where to find us. Sir, you already know where to find us. You know. 
find us on Instagram at Ramblemania Show, on Twitter at Ramblemania, Facebook.com slash Ramblemania Show. As far as the audio goes, we are everywhere audio is found. That is to say, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Anchor, TuneIn. Everywhere your podcasts are found, just search Ramblemania Show or Banter Club. And my auntie house, and then <laughs> And then <wood. laughs> And then find me on Instagram and Twitter at TJ the Great. That's TJ the GR, the number eight. It's as simple as that. TJ the Great D. <laughs> oh, man. And you can find me in the club. Bottle full of. I'm sorry, I keep doing this shit. It's just, it's so. Anyways, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at the number six, the letter X, the letter L, that is at 6XL. Find me on the Twitter at S double I double X. Haha, and I agree. That's S I I X X. Haha. Haha. We've been your boys, the Banter Club. Banter, 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 banter. <laughs> and for TJ the Great. And for myself, the Angel of Death 6XL, your Ramble Mania champion. We're going to leave you with a too sweet. And a good fight. And a good night.